Go for the pen. Have a nice day every day and I have go for the pen of the pen. Go for the pen. Weekly wrestling review show. Keep killing it. We're live, pal. Welcome yeah. to Go for the Pen, episode 69. Ha ha ha. Uh, with your host. Because we're four Mikey years Q. old. Right. With your host, Mikey Q and King V, aka Ember Moon Knight. And we are here. You don't know who that is, it's fine. But um, you don't. It's fine. It's okay. It's all right. And we are here to talk about wrestling again. And yeah, the so stupid shit people did again. Yeah. But today we do have a very special guest. Battle Club Pro's very own principal owner, Joe Kim Morales is in the building. How you doing, Joe? I'm great, man. Thank you for having me back. Oh, thank you for being on. And yeah. I just want to say, the show that we had you on was a big hit. Everybody it loved was. you. So uh, we do appreciate you coming on here tonight on uh, the 69th episode of Go For The Pen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, for okay. Those- for those that don't know, Joe's birthday is actually on the 9th so, uh, of June. So there you go. Six yeah. There you go. Um, Jonathan uh, says, welcome back, guys. Thank you. Yes, Jonathan. Hey. What's up? Um, So, Joe, we're going to be mindful of your time uh, tonight. I know that uh, last time we kept you here, but uh, we had we, we wanted to break your brain on a lot of stuff, man. Um, <laughs> you know, so, but I do want to ask you, because it's funny, right? Or not funny, but it's, it's, interesting. Yeah. it's interesting because the last time we had you on the show, you had talked about the swole situation before it actually even happened, really, if you think about it, um, because I know that you were very um, vocal about Big Swole and the AEW relationship that she had at the time. Um, well, it comes out that, you know, Tony Khan had some choice words for her uh, after had some choice words for her after and you were very vocal about that as well so um what's your take on this whole thing and on a deeper level do you think AEW is diverse so um i'll tackle the second part first uh in terms of its roster there is diversity there yeah um but the saying is representation matters and if your roster is diverse, but not enough of that diversity is being showcased consistently and on a major part of the runtime, then what good is it? You know, you can have, if you have 200 employees and 99 are minorities, but that 99% gets 37% of the airtime, how much representation is actually being showcased? Um, that being said, I mean, I, I've used a ton of their talent. They're, um, you know, Bowens and Jade and, you know, Swole was there, Thunder Rosa, like Santana, Ortiz. I, the list goes on and on in terms of minorities, black wrestlers specifically. But how much constant, prominent runtime are they getting? That's that's the big thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's where it, 
in the context of what she was saying, and of course on the grand scheme of things, it's that plus major um, official positions. Like Cody and the Bucks are pretty much running the company. They're the VPs, Omega, you know, like, yes, Brandy's part of that there too, but that's because of the marriage. Right. It's not because of the work she put in the business. Nothing against her, but it's because of the marriage. It's not because of the work that she put into the business. Whereas yeah. opposite is true for the Bucks, Cody, Omega, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. And in those positions, they're not people of color. They're not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I totally agree with what she was saying. She wasn't being malicious, it was constructive criticism. If you want to branch out and hit those demographics, they have to be feel like they connect. Yeah. The reason the attitude, everyone goes back to the attitude era and it, and it popped because as kids, it didn't really matter who you were. You connected to that because that's what you wanted to do. You wanted to beat up your teacher just the way Stone, the same way Stone Cold was being a Vince McMahon. <laughs> you wanted to crotch chop your, you know, your enemies the way DX would crotch chop whoever they were feuding with. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You wanted to, you wanted to stand amongst your brothers and 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 have meaning, you know, the same way the nation did. Like there was representation that people were able to connect to, and it it went beyond the barriers of you know race and and culture and stuff like that. And obviously, mm-hmm. as people grow and get more intelligent, then you start to see things for what they are. You know, the narrative now is that the nation of domination was a face group and the fans were the heels. And I agree. <laughs> um, it's an interesting... But, yeah, I can see it. But, um... It doesn't matter how many how many employees you have that are black or of color if they're not getting those top spots. It just it just doesn't. It, it really doesn't. Uh... The, the 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 statistic that Tuchel, uh, not Tuchel, the, the Scorpio Sky put out, mm-hmm. his record since being there is phenomenal. Why is yeah. he not holding gold? Why yeah. is he not holding gold and consistently winning the way he's been? Like, just those things, those things. Great job with Jade. We all knew she was going to be their, their star. Yeah. US championship looks perfect around her waist. She'll probably have a ridiculous run, which, you know, Hopefully she continues to put the work in so that her, you know, everything matches because she's a star. It's you see her star, amazing, yeah. incredible athlete. So everything works and hopefully she gets the run to match it. But what with, you know, the things that Swole had said, like over the last year and change, I saw I saw a Facebook post that said 2021 was about black people winning in the WWE. And you just saw how much gold went on E. Lashley, yeah. Hurt Business, Kofi, like it was just like, okay, they, they made it a point for yeah. representation to matter there. So I think what she said was it was genuine, it was from the heart, and it was like, hey, if you want this, this is what you got to do. It was nothing malicious. Now, yeah. you know, everyone says, you know, and it's the truth. I'll never I'll never see the money that his dad sees and that his dad lends him and that he's made with, with that's just the case, whatever. Mm-hmm. My time will come. My funds will come with with the hard work. Mm-hmm. You you know, and I'm not punching up, but you can't put a show on and publicly criticize people when you don't do what they do. Mm. It, you know, yeah. it's yeah. just it it's, it's, it makes zero sense because if Vince McMahon went on TV and said, "I released 
all those people because they sucked in the ring. People would eat them alive. Yeah. But at least yeah. he can sit there and say, I've bumped for 10 to 20 years. I yeah. kind of know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. And and I was very adamant. It was big bozo energy on Tony Khan's part to sit there and critique someone when he's been running a wrestling company with very prominent wrestlers who know what they're doing for the yeah. last three years, talking about a black woman and her feelings in terms of diversity who has busted her ass to get where she was going and where she's been and where she's going to be going in the future. Like, yeah. I'm not going to sit, I don't know the person. I, I, obviously I have no idea who Tony Khan is. Swole spoke highly of him. I, I know and trust Swole with all my heart. So if she spoke highly of him. Clearly there was something good that she saw in him. It was yeah. just an opinion that she gave that I think was totally correct. But yeah. to sit there and say something about some, you know, someone and something that you've never done that makes no sense. And then what was worse than all of that? Because maybe it was just, you know, he he didn't think it through and he hit send. You know, like Herm Edwards said, it's like, oh, you just, you hit send. Once you hit send, you really can't bring it back. Right. He said, out there. You can't do anything about it. So maybe it was genuinely just a mistake. Maybe he thought, oh, you know, this is an appropriate course of action, and it was a mistake. Mm -hmm. What was worse than all of that was the hate that came afterwards. Yeah. yeah. How, how, how? You're supposed to be fans, and you're sitting there and siding with AEW as if she was maliciously destroying them. Right, and there was a ton of comparisons made when when Moxley opened up about his feelings about the E. People praised him. Yeah, mm -hmm. when yeah. Swole opened up about AEW again, nothing malicious, nothing bad, nothing with ill intent. Hey, let's try to make this a point. Yeah, racist comments, threats, guys who, I mean, and and again. You, you gotta toe the line to be politically correct with everything. So I'm not gonna attack anyone personally. Yeah. But you know there's people who have never had an athletic day in their life talking about someone's <laughs> wrestling ability. Yep. Yeah. You yep. know that there are people who have no idea what it takes to draw a dime mm -hmm. talking about a person's ability to wrestle. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's where you jump the line from fan to fanatic and that's not okay. And Everyone's entitled to their opinion, and you know, you know, the saying is, "Oh, every, you know, an opinion is like an asshole. Everyone's got one." Yeah. yeah. Here's the difference: <laughs> someone walks around without wiping their ass, they're gonna be funky. Mm -hmm. so you can have your opinion, but your opinion can be funky as fuck. Yeah. yeah. You sit there and talk like, "What are we talking about?" She, like. We are in 2022, and this, the fact that this shit is still coming up, even when it was approached the appropriate way, doesn't make any sense to me. And yeah. I, I won't even lie. I got into it with some of the, the, the fans. Oh, she I can't it. work. She can't work. My man, you're a toy collector with 37 <laughs> followers. How are you going to talk about somebody working? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I... <laughs> It's, then, the, it's always then, the people then, that never then, took a bump in their life that has something yeah. to say about every wrestling. Like, oh, oh, that shouldn't be put their title on her. Haha, <laughs> 50 people on a good night. Really? Are you mm. kidding me? Because you don't, again, and it's the same thing. Like, if you don't actually watch what's going on, you can't make a comment. 
Right. Yeah. And I genuinely don't think because he's got so much going on, I really don't think he actually saw her work. I I, I don't think he did. There's a, and there's a difference being from producing wrestling content on TV and actually watching a match. Yeah. And she and, and Joe, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Now I was going to say and Joe, the the one thing that I do want to bring up since you brought that up is Tony initially said that she was such this like such a great wrestler and this yeah, was a huge deal when he signed yeah. her. Right, exactly. Had that, like five minute doc about her. She wore the Jabbertier shirt. I know we all fucking love that. Like, yeah. it was a big deal when she was yeah. signed. His feelings yeah. were hurt. You don't make a big deal if you don't think someone's good. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So to see all these things, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I genuinely like. I can understand watching the product as a TV product. Yeah, and. Watching the product as a wrestling fan that understands what's going on, or you, if you know the business and you say she was this expert, you know, XYZ person was trained by George South, it's like, oh, yeah, no, they're good. It's it, there's no question about it. Like, oh, this person was trained, they're good. Look at look at the cl- Savannah Evans on mm-hmm. TV, Love Savannah. on TV, yeah. N- Nicole Savoy, MLW, like the people. That she's been encompassed with that, that whole like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Good, just good talent. That the talent from that area, it's like uh, I've said it before in other places. Like the South, when it comes to wrestling, mm-hmm. are like Caribbean islands for baseball. When they come from Puerto Rico or DR, they're going to be top-notch baseball players because yeah. they come from that area. When yeah. you come from the South, you're going to be a good wrestler, regardless of your race, gender, identity, you know, sexual preference. You just there's just something in the water. Maybe it's the molasses. I don't know. There's something <laughs> down there that makes these people seasoned when it comes to wrestling. Yeah. And and it's just like you go to New York, you know you're gonna get good pizza. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. You go to New Orleans, you know you're gonna get banging Cajun food. <laughs> You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You go to Florida, you go see some weird shit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not touching that. Be fucking workers. I'm not touching that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right, Joe. You're definitely, you're yeah, right. You're absolutely right. And <laughs> it's just, it, it was sad to see how quickly Tony kind of just, like, I don't know, just kind of turned on Swole. And V brought up something um important. He said his feelings was hurt. And that's really what it comes down to. His feelings are certain. I mean, yes. and I also yes. think it's on. I also think it's on brand. But that's another story for another day. Thanks. Um, <laughs> sorry. So I was having a conver- I was having a conversation with someone, and he wants to always look like the good guy. Mm-hmm. And it's tough to always look like the good guy because eventually someone's not going to fit your narrative, or you're not going to fit someone's narrative. And, and like you said, your feelings got hurt. Like, hey, you were great to me, but I think I've you met to work a point this. in my life where I need to exit. This yeah. is my exit on the highway. This mm-hmm. is where I need to get off to be better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The thing is that you don't really see that at the top level. What you see that at, like, the impact level, the ROH level, they get off their exit to go one step up. Very yeah. rarely, when you consider yourself at the top, do people get off and go, you know, back down. But we're, we've been seeing that from people in the E forever, and it's just kind of become commonplace now. And yeah. this is kind of the first 
you know, time we've seen it in AEW. And like, I, I think that's a perfect way to look at it. His feelings were hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you, when you think about other wrestlers that have left the company, specifically WWE, white men at that, that took cash shit mm. about WWE. And it was like, like Punk, for example. Yes, you know, go Punk. You know, I mean, even though I agreed with him, you know, he was very right for how he felt. And you see that with other white male wrestlers, but as soon as Swole said something, that's not even bad. It's just constructive. It's the problem. It's the same thing, you know, when Keith Lee was released. All of a sudden, he had attitude, attitude issues. Pro- yeah. Like, yeah. you know, even with Leo Rush, who... <sighs> I'm going to leave that alone. Even with Leo Rush, who folded Leo, like a New York slice. Um, he got bills, B. He got bills. <laughs> remember what I said the other week? I, I know. I remember. But I remember. when I'm just saying, you know, you having this issue with WWE and you wasn't, you know, carrying somebody's bag because you've already paid your dues. Like, the fuck do I look like carrying your bags? Who the fuck are you? You got arms. You able-bodied. What the fuck are you talking about? Then he had attitude issues. And even with, thank you, go ahead and put that comment up um, that Jonathan put, even with um, Mustafa Ali, who requested his release recently, and Vince McMahon decided not to, or WWE in general, decided not to grant it. It's just like, you know, I'm not doing anything. You're not using me. You know, I yeah. feel like I would be better elsewhere. So let me go. You know, let me go. Let me do what I need to do. Was he granted his release? I know he asked he for was it. Not. No, they denied it. They denied it. Wow. So it's just like it, wow. it. You 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 see where this is? It's like as soon as somebody that doesn't look like everyone else or the general population of wrestling fans, every time they speak out, and it's not even malicious, there's an issue. And I've already I've always said that I'm a part of the most toxic fandom of all fucking time now granted i'm also a harry potter fan as well as a marvel yeah. comics fan yeah and we're not gonna touch that yeah. but so it's just like it, it's like every it, it's it gets annoying and i've already did my diet job i'm not doing it again but yeah. it's like when it comes to black people and it, i i don't want to say people of color because oh there's a lot of anti-black <laughs> like it's a it's a not of anti-black people of color but when it comes specifically to black people where we speak out or we yeah. stand up for ourselves in a big company it's always an issue but you know cm punk can do it all these other right wrestlers can do it and everyone's like yeah go you go mop you know go mox Ooh, i'm so glad it's back and healthy but we'll get yeah. there when we yeah. talk about aw yeah. but it's like we see it in real time how some of you think and it's just irritating that time and time again, as someone, as a black wrestling fan, to see this happen time and time again, every time a black person stands up for themselves in the business, it's an issue. It, it, it's annoying at this point because this is like, well, shit, you want us to be the company guy. Not all of us could be a sellout. Like, not all of us could be are going to be a sellout. And you know, not all of us are going to be the company guy or the good guy. And it it's just like, really? Yeah. It, 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 it still pisses me off how Swole was done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. it, it, it still does. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, it, it bothers me. Because well, you not only you just had her, her wrestling ability, and you start talking about her child. And I think that was really what 
killed, yeah, killed it. Like, how are you gonna bring up somebody's child? Like, really? What? What I, is? Uh, it's 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 and it's more than that. And and you know, I don't know what your fan base is predominantly, and I might get I might get bashed for this, but it is conditioning over years. It is indoctrination over years. Mm-hmm. You're the wrong shade. You can't speak out. You're the wrong gender, you can't speak out. Mm-hmm. Swole's on the wrong side of both of those things. A black yep. woman. Yeah. Like, they would just prefer to silence her. And it's just like, that is not right. That's just not right. And it's fucked up. And I mean, it's frustrating. It's what it's so frustrating to see because I've seen it. You you feel helpless. Like, yeah. Well, the the person I, I cheer for is trying to be a company guy and you fuck him over. Well, then the person that uh, another person I'm cheering for rebelled and you fuck him over. It's like, I don't, you don't, you never feel like you win. And it sucks because there's just, there's so much fucking money to be made. There's so much love to be giving. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I think I said this on the last time. Like, I constantly listen to the ESPN radio. I'm an auditory person. Hearing things it sticks in my mind. Mm-hmm. It takes effort to be a dick. Yeah. If you yeah. really think about it, just being hi, how you doing? Just being kind just in human nature, it's, it's much easier to just be nice. Yeah. So to go out your way to say things like that, to go out your way to give your energy and feed that vibe into the world, yeah. it's tiring. And then you wonder why you're always cranky because that's what you're pumping out. Yeah, it's true. But it was it was so disheartening. Like, how are you gonna attack this person's family for having yeah. an opinion? Mm-hmm. For having an opinion. If I went on a tirade and looked your fucking history up and it's like, oh, you didn't lose your virginity so you were 32 and it was to a prostitute, I'd be a terrible person. Because I went I went off something that was supposed to be about entertainment. And I, I got personal. Yeah. But yeah. just because you're a fan doesn't mean you can do that. that. That's not how it goes. And I agree. Like, and this is this is gonna sound crazy because I'm a promoter, and the, my whole business revolves around fans coming out to shows. But right. wrestling can absolutely be the most toxic for one reason and one reason only. There's no off season. You can go to a wrestling show down there five times a week, five different companies, five different places. They run all over the world. Yeah, it never stops. So if you're constantly pumping out negative, and you're hitting five shows a week, you're hitting hundreds of shows a year. Yeah. That just keeps going and going and going. And my my whole purpose in the business is to change it so that positive comes out, so that you can appreciate people that aren't getting those eyes. Uh, I um. Oh my God, her name is escaping me, but she just decided she was going to start a new podcast. You guys had tagged me and tagged us in it. Um, oh, oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah. Let me, oh, I'm like, up her name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I, like, I, 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 I wanted to promote her. Um, yeah. Her and and, I, and I love Dow. it. I love it. Yeah. I love the fact. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, yes. So I love it. And, and I love the direction she wants to go into. And it, immediately, I was like, hey, here are people who don't get eyes on them or don't get the recognition they deserve. That should be where it is more. That should that should definitely be where it is more because that's where the representation starts. And that's just that's life. Everything yeah. is slow climbs. Take that first step, lay that first brick and build and build and build and build until what happened in 2021 with WWE and Black Wrestlers and Breath of Color 
Mm-hmm. It's more part of the norm. It's not a special thing because it's so constant because it, that's just the way it should be. It should be fair. Right. And I agree. Uh, I, and, and it is tough. Like, and, and this is the last thing I'll say on this. And Joe, will, will, I know, um, you know, you have things you got to take care of. But, um, yeah, it's, it's tough also because, and I mentioned this actually last week, um, it's tough being a black wrestling fan. Like, it, it really mm-hmm. is because it's like, <laughs> it's like, man, every other day, I feel like, especially, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen to other people, but I'm saying specifically, like, black wrestling fans, like, not just the wrestlers, but the fans of the wrestlers are constantly attacked online just for being a fan of, of the person. So it's like, it, it really, it really is tough. I try to limit like my social media intake just because I would go crazy if I was online all day long. Um, hearing every story. Oh, you got, if you got to run, it's, it's all good. Um, no, we can finish this up, but yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree because again, it's disheartening because. You feel like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly the position I feel like I'm in. Right. You you just you feel helpless because you don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. And I really hope that you always gotta try to look at the positive. I really hope that this through this entire negative situation, the emphasis goes back to the original point where there should be more diversity and representation. I agree. Joe. We, I'm sure you we'll have you on some other Thank time. Yeah, we'll, yes. we'll do it again. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate I'll get those you. coaches on for you. And yes. um, I appreciate you guys so much. I love, this, I love what you guys are doing. Keep it go, Keep Thank it up, you. all right? Thank you, Joe. You Thank guys you, Joe. be safe. All right. All right. Joe Kim Morales, everybody. Um, yeah, Joe always such a great guest. Like, and, um, yeah. you know, yeah, we um he kind of gave a little something um away there on on air, but you know what I'm saying yeah, this now. You know. But you know what, you guys just stay tuned. All right, we might have some, yeah. some things coming up. There are some uh, <laughs> comments that I did I wanted to actually read, like, but I Joe was going, so I didn't want to like interrupt him. But um, Jonathan yeah. has said Swole was basically being overlooked because of the star power of Jade and Thunder Rosa, in his opinion. Um, how do you feel about that, V? <laughs> oh, you thinking? I I know if you heard me or not, but yeah. All right. No, I was thinking. I was thinking. Um. Uh, star power. See, that's the thing. Um, Big Swell never really got that full-on chance to show the kind of star power that she possesses, like on TV. I mean, yeah. yes, that that match with Diamante, but you know that was really it. Yeah. So I the match was I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm yeah, it was. I'm I might have to disagree with that because if they let people do what they can mm-hmm. to try to get over at least. Yeah. Then we can, you know, you can say that. Yes, Thunder Rosa is she was huge. She's huge. Yeah. You know, Jade automatically looks like a star. She's she's bigger, she has that presence and, mm-hmm. and people forget how much charisma big swole has oh yeah oh yeah definitely um okay and i agree i don't think she was necessarily overlooked i agree with you v i don't think she was overlooked i just don't it's more so she didn't actually get the opportunity to show what she can do really but yeah. um i don't think she was overlooked um so i wouldn't say that uh 
And as far as his other question that I, well, other comment that I uh, starred here was Big Swole has intangibles and an ability that is better than possibly 40% of their women's roster. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I agree with that. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, I guess we got to cover some things. And yes, Dice, that's my boy, Dice, 32. Um, he also said some other things, uh, he being Jonathan pronouns pal. Um, Ali versus Dante, Ali versus Darby, Ali versus anyone, four to five star matches are guaranteed. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, Ali is crazy talented. And if he does get to leave, because sometimes WWE doesn't grant it right away. So no, you no, know they're, gonna him, they're gonna keep him in the back. And and guess what? You know what they're probably gonna do? Like they'll release him when they're ready to release him. Like, oh yeah, okay, mm-hmm. you wanted your release? No, we're not gonna just grant you your release. We're gonna keep you here for a few weeks or months and then fire you because we can do that. You know, and now you got a 90 day non-complete, so you can't go over to AEW. Yeah. Um it's bitterness, I know. I know. And pettiness. Shall we get into some of um, old to be petty? You have more years behind you than you do ahead of you. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. What I want, I could have been like, you're going to die soon. I yeah. could have said that. I mean, I just did. But, well, you know. Most people think Vince is going to live to like 200. But Oh, um, Jesus. Then- I mean, then again, evil lives forever. You know, you know, copyright and Nazi names, but we'll get there. I mean, well, uh, Vince beat god in a match one time so let's let's um <laughs> hey guys i don't write this okay he beat him back in 06 okay according to vince god yes, this is some of the crazy shit that they've done in wwe before like yes yeah. vince beats god <laughs> all right all right we're, we're not doing this tonight all right so okay. let me get up let me get up some of the results here um, yes, we actually did talk about, about what we're gonna what what we're gonna start with. Um, B, do you have a preference as to what we're starting with here? Um, let's start with Raw, I guess. Let's go with Raw. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, mm, mm-hmm. I mean, all right. Raw was all right. So it started with Becky. Um, Becky cut a promo, which led to. Liv, Bianca, and mm-hmm. Piper coming out there, which led to a tag team match. Um, Liv does the job again in about like like five minutes. Like it was it was quick. I don't remember. And then the beginning of the show, yeah, yeah, at the beginning of the show, she does another job. Okay. Um, and Piper lays out Becky, and that was the segment. Uh, oh, and Bi- Bianca's in the Royal Rumble, as if we didn't know that. Um, I mean, I mean, so is Liv. Like we kind of in Liv, as if we uh, didn't know that either. Um. <laughs> So, what do you think? Well, wait a minute. Is this the first Royal Rumble for Bianca? No, she won the Royal Rumble last year. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, um, did you forget? Right, look, uh, it's been a long day. You know, it's been a whirlwind year of wrestling. So yeah. sure. Yeah, she did this definitely won last year. Does she win this year? Don't answer that question. We'll answer that next week. Um, <laughs> I was like, uh, so, um, didn't care about the opening segment, I guess. You know, I was more or less like, okay. 
that's all I got. Yeah. I was like, okay. It wasn't giving anything. It was just like, all right, you could have made this match a little bit longer. Like, it made no sense that it was so fast. Now, don't get me wrong. I am all for shorter matches on TV. I do not want 20-minute matches every single time. Every well, single no, I'm not minute. saying that, a, you know, it got to be a 20-minute match. But, yeah, you know, somebody pointed this out on Twitter. The men get, like, 45 minutes to open the show. And that's ridiculous also. That's and, ridiculous. And, then the women, and then the women get, like, seven minutes total plus interested. So <laughs> I, it's, like, I, I get it. It's, like, are we going back to the diva era? But, okay, okay. Huh. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't really have much for um the, the opening segment. Like I said, I, I I don't mind the shorter matches, but Liv does another job. Okay. Sure. <laughs> like and it and it's sad, I will say this, right? I think what really is gonna hurt Liv is what I've mentioned on this show before, and it's her promo cutting ability. I, I mean, but the only way to get better is to have her do more. Like, it's really, like, this, like, catch-22 type of situation. Like, she's not good, so they're not... She's not good yet at doing promos. I only mean with promos. She's not good yet at doing promos, but... So they're not going to put her on TV that much to do them anymore. But the only way for her to get better is for her to do it. So it's a really, like, like double-edged sword, I guess. Um, But... I think uh, my whole thing... Um, is that you can tell the difference between her own promos that they let her be free with, yeah, and then the promos that are written for her, right? And the promos basically that she does, like that's on her own, are mm-hmm. you know they're not fantastic, but they're better than the ones that are written for her because it makes her sound like a robot. And Liv Morgan yeah. is not a robot. She's not. She, she's and not. It, it, it annoys me that, you know, it seems like she's trying to remember lines. I'm like, just let her go. Just let her go. And I think you'll get a better a better promo out of her. You know, you yeah. put her in the ring with people that may be better on the mic than her, then, you know, she can feed off their energy and make it work. But if you're writing every little, if you're micromanaging her promos, it's not going to come up as genuine. I, I, I think the problem is they don't trust her to do live promos. Like, and and it's not just her; it's half that roster that don't get a chance to really do live promos because, or I, not live, but like live promos that's not written for them is what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I think that that hurts a lot of the talent because a lot of the people that got over when they were cutting promos were the ones that were able to improvise and feed off of the crowd. That's why a lot of people get flustered when the audience isn't reacting the way that they want them to because they're trying to remember this written promo. And I remember at one point, um, now that we're mentioning that, Alexa Bliss, who we know is great at talking. She can speak very well. It wasn't always the case. Um, there was a situation at SmackDown where they were wetting her. And I and I think this was like maybe 2016. 
And she legitimately stopped her promo and on a shoot and was like, I swear to God, if you guys say what one more time, like, and, it, and of course that made them do it more. And from what I'm hearing, she, she got talking to um backstage about that. It's like, uh, he, you know, even though it's so hypocritical because the, the boss has used God before, uh, you know, but it was like, you can't swear to God on, on television. You, you can't do that. Like, you know, like, and she got talking. She was like, I understand. They was like, I understand that the fans are frustrating you and you got mad, but you can't let, you can't let yourself get mad. I'm sure that happens a lot, you know, where the talent gets so frustrated because the fans are, are reacting a certain way or they just can't remember the line. I mean, wrestling fans are also awful. You but know. yeah, no, they're, they're, yeah, they're horrible. Yeah, they're but um, yeah, all right, let, let let's just keep going here. So that happened. Um, <laughs> uh, Becky and Piper did win the match, and the finish just looked terrible. Um, I think Piper forgot she wasn't legal, and then yeah, had to go out. Was, it was, was bad. It was bad. I can't. Was, I'm not gonna. It was rough. It was rough. I, it was bad. <laughs> There's no it way bad. it was bad. Like, it was bad. Um. So after we get some stuff with Edge and Reggie backstage, okay. Um, we get uh Kevin Owens backstage. It's a lot of backstage segments. I'm not trying to run. Yeah. I'm not going through the whole show. Um, no. Okay, Kevin Owens does beat Priest uh with a stunner. I'm an Owens fan, so I like Priest also, but I'm an Owens fan, and I'm glad that he got a win. Um, Forty Academy, Alpha Academy, that is. Uh, there was an in-ring segment where Otis was graduating, and um, <laughs> um, Riddle interrupts this. Of course, I could smell this a mile away. Um, the two heels were distracted <laughs> <Smell> by. Woo! <laughs> 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 all right, me. Um, <laughs> go to a wrestling event, you'll see exactly what I be what I'm smelling. But anyway, um, Crystal Man. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you. I'm not doing this with you. Um, Randy Orton comes from behind after uh, Riddle distracted Alpha Academy, his star KO, and apparently next week we're going to have some type of Alpha Academic tests or something like that. That the only the funniest part about this was Otis's expression when uh, <laughs> they said we're going to have an academic um contest. And Otis was just looking like, uh, okay, you know, so what I'm yeah, that was, was funny. funny. Like, oh, reading, Whoa. yeah, <laughs> what's this? Yeah, yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. So, all right, uh, Vince McMahon is doing his things with Austin, but not that Austin, Austin Theory, the um, creep. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, we get another Finn Balor. I don't care. Um, yeah, no, no, we skip that. Rhea Ripley versus Nikki Ash, but it never happened because Rhea was attacked before the match started after the women's tag team champions. Yeah, we still have tag team champions, people. Um, the women's tag team champions, Zelina, Queen Zelina, and Carmella come out there and they cut their promo and Rhea's distracted. Nikki gets the upper hand and we never get a match. Um, can we just get... Like get this over with on a throwaway raw. Like just get this over with. Nikki versus Rhea. Get it over with. Have Rhea go over and can we move on? Yeah. Please. That's like, how I feel. That is exactly how I feel. Okay. All right. Make sure I'm not missing anything. Okay. Um 
Omos and, and Reggie. Omos squashes Reggie. Don't care. Okay. Yeah. Um, we get a video package for the Miz, Maurice, and Beth Phoenix and Edge, and we get a in-ring segment. Um, basically, Maurice is trying to back out of this match. Um, she said mother to mother. Like Maurice is really good, and I, I'm gonna give yeah, her yeah. a lot of credit she for that. Is. She, she had the, the crowd in the palm of her hand on that, like you know, and she really did. just doing the whole miss thing with the <laughs> when my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut, shut up, and the whole thing with the I have a microphone, so that means I could be louder than each and every one of you. That's a classic Miz line, and I, I love mm -hmm. that. Like that that was awesome. Even when she started really, 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 yeah, that's <laughs> really <laughs> like Maurice is really good. So I give Maurice credit for this. Beth comes out there and like, I don't care if we're both mother mothers. I'm gonna glance slam you through the ring, and uh, that's gonna be that. And um, Beth starts walking to the ring. Edge is out there with her. Miz tries to attack from behind, um, but Edge gets the upper hand on Miz. But as Edge gets the upper hand on Mar on Miz, Maurice, uh -oh. Maurice mm -hmm. with a loaded pocketbook. <laughs> it's you know, we know a lot of people with loaded pocketbooks. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, loaded, really old school. Loaded pocketbook, right to the mm -hmm. back of of Beth. Laser out. Edges in shock. Uh, and we find out that the pocketbook was it a pocketbook? It was more like a clutch, right? I, I think that's what more like what it is. But it's not my forte. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it might it might have been a clutch. It know. might have been a clutch. I think it was a clutch. You know, so, for those who are handbag experts, go ahead and correct this. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it was a clutch. So, yeah. well, whatever type of accessory that Miss had with her, uh, Miss Maurice had with her, uh, she pulled out a brick. Okay, real old school. Not a quarter oh, brick, half brick. There's a whole brick. <laughs> quarter brick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the classic. Yeah, class okay. Ooh, yeah uh, I had to. Sorry, yeah. it was right there. Yeah, it was. It was. Sorry. Is that the same brick that they have in Connecticut? Uh so anyway. No, um, that brick so that... is white, and they cut it up and. Right. My... <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Different brick. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, anyway, okay. I thought this segment was good. I thought this yeah. was a good build up towards the Royal Best segment I, I on Raw. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Street Profits versus the Dirty Dogs. Um, and um, Apollo and Commander Aziz. Oh, the, the Mysterios was teaming with the Street Profits as well. Forgot all about that. Uh, Street Profits get the win, and then they tease. They tease everybody throwing each other over. Like, uh, I think Ray threw over Dominic and Tez got thrown over. No, or they both, um, Ray and Dominic threw over the street properties. And then okay. Ray, Ray threw, threw over. over. Now, like, this is fine, but none of them are winning the Royal Rumble. Like, spoiler alert, like, none of them are winning the Royal Rumble. And yes, I know Ray is on the video game cover. I get it. But, like, no, nobody, none of them is winning the Royal Rumble. So, why are we doing this tease with? Whatever. I, 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 guess I, it was a guess, fun I don't know. I uh, once, again, yeah. once again, um, Montez Ford has the best frog slash in the oh business. Oh my God. <laughs> just, I'm going to say this every time I see it. It's like the height, the definition of it. It's like, I, I'll never forget when he just like did it and like, like spun in midair. Like, what? Yeah. The, nobody can do a frog slash like Montez Ford right now. 
I I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. We get a, and you said that that segment was the best part of Raw. It was good, but yeah. I think one of the best parts of Raw was this video package of Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. I thought it was really well done. Um, I miss, I must have missed that. Was it? It was. It was after the uh the Street Profits match. It was literally right after that. Um, and it was like an in depth video package highlighting both of the careers of Brock Lesnar and Bobby. Oh, Lashley. oh, wait, wait. You're right. I'm sorry. I did see it. I did. It was that. very good. Like was really I, good. I mean, it was very well. Like that is you got to give WWE credit for these type of things. That is one of the things that WWE always does really well. All these video packages and these vignettes and everything. Um, I thought it was well done, and I'm actually really looking forward to the Rumble because there's some really interesting matches, but we'll talk more about that next week. Um, yeah. And Veer's still coming. Veer's been coming. Veer's been coming for a long time. <laughs> for a long time. And he just won't stop coming. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> V has left the studio, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, okay, Ooh, okay. He stopped coming for a week. He did. He stopped coming for a week. He wasn't. He didn't come for like two weeks, and now he's coming okay. again. <laughs> Please. He might want to get that checked out. <laughs> he might want to get that checked out. All right. Okay, so, he's not. Yeah. Uh, right. All right. Ooh. So, ooh. All right, so, Sophie, uh, what do you think? Switch the uh, transition here. What do you think about Alexa's um, our uh, segments that's happening with uh, the doctor here? Um, right after we got a vignette that said Vera's coming. I'm gonna fight through that. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, first, condolences to Alexa and her family, as well as what? Sasha and her family, as well. I believe she lost her grandmother. Oh, yeah, my condolences. So, I, didn't, um, I didn't know about that. How I feel about the the the, the vignettes? I don't I, I don't know where they're gonna go with this. Is this gonna lead to the goddess Alexa Bliss coming back? Um, is this the end of the? Is this the end of the um hot topic Alexa Bliss? <laughs> um, the very Spencer's Alexa Bliss with yeah. craft. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, I hope so. Yeah. I'm gonna let that one play out because usually you know, it'll play out. But um I don't I don't know. It it's I don't know. I can't I can't say. I hope we get the goddess back. Because I yeah. I personally, me being me, prefer that Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Um not to say that I didn't hate the it was kind of creepy, but the it's not like I didn't hate the um, creepy Alexa Bliss. Yeah. It was just that she was matched up with the Fiend. And yes. the Fiend is not here. Right. So right. they switched from the Fiend to a doll. And that was cool. It, you know, it was okay. Like, I don't have a problem with supernatural gimmicks. It was a stupid doll. Yes. But Charlotte was it, it right was, when she right. said that. I'm sorry. Charlotte said it was a stupid doll and she destroyed it. She's... I was clapping. I was like, "Yes, destroy that stupid doll." It was just, it was just for me. It was just like it ran its course. Yeah, I agree. I, um, I think it ran its course. 
I I'm gonna say this. Um, I'm I don't care about these segments with Alexa Bliss right now. I I really don't. I mean, they're not really doing anything for me. Like I'm, I might got a chuckle here and there, but I I don't care. She hasn't worked since September, and now we're doing these therapist segments. And she still has the Bray Wyatt thing going. It's like I don't care. Like I, I don't care at this point. I want, I want the old Alexa Bliss back at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm just, I'm over it. Cause like you said, Bray Wyatt doesn't work there anymore. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing? You know. But that's just my, my opinion. Even if AC, if they did it where it's like she can switch back and forth. Yeah. And uh, if they would have been. Doing the her switching back and forth like how they did the Bray White and the Fiend, I would be okay with that. But for the fact that she was perpetually creepy for a long time, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, we can, you know, we got the teases back where she will like her old music would hit, and then yeah, you know, if they did something like that and they did it right, but then again, cocaine, um, it's a hell of a drug. It's a hell of a drug that I don't do, but um, no, do I? <laughs> it's just that the writers, uh, the writers are not good at what they do, and a lot of the people that are booking the shows are too old to do what they do because they are living in the past and being very immature with certain things. And we'll get to NXT later, um, and trying to be shocking for the sake of shocking yeah. we'll get to NXT later and okay. um it, it just it's not working anymore and the now that you know Alexa's back or for the most part she may be gone for a little bit longer depending if they let her no bereavement and stuff like that yeah. but you know if they extend this for too long the people already turned or people already turned on it yeah you know, it's just like it's gotten stale. I'm people, and I and I like I love Alexa Bliss. I do too. I, I, I love Alexa Bliss, and you know she's she's been able to turn shit into manure. Yeah, but it is, but it's just like okay, now it doesn't. I'm tired of this. Yeah, yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Um, the main event was Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, fine main event. The problem is that um, it ended in a DQ, and yeah. that makes sense. But it's like, why even book the match? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, like I said, it was fine. Uh, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. They're they're both going for world titles at the Royal Rumble, so it does make sense. But um, Cedric and Shelton got involved. Uh, Lashley fought back. Uh, put Shelton through the barricade and mm-hmm. um, knocked off Cedric's head and <laughs> um, the Usos. All up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the Usos jumped the barricade and attacked Seth Rollins. Got their get back from SmackDown, um, mm-hmm. and that was Raw. Uh, why weren't the Usos arrested? I don't know. Get back to me. Well, huh, the Usos have been arrested, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but anyway, that was Raw. Um. What did you think about Raw tonight, B? Oh, tonight. What did you think about Raw from Monday night? All right. Yeah. So <laughs> it wasn't me this time. Um, what I think about Raw? Rock down. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Ooh, baby, I don't like Raw. Um, I it was a one count for me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Um, one count from KV. No, I almost hit the the third three count button. That that Ooh, right. I would never. <laughs> one count. Yeah, I keep that up there. Raw wasn't good. I know they was going against uh football and all that other stuff and. But just Raw felt so filler. It wasn't even funny. Like, if you missed Raw, you really didn't miss anything. Except, I, I mean, would say, I'm go. Not... go, ahead, go I'm ahead. sorry, go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, just if you guys missed it, go back and watch the Miz segment. You know, maybe the Bobby Lashley stuff. And that's that's about it. Like, you know. I mean, I but... sat and watched Raw until it was time for the Moon Knight trailer. But that's for another show. Moonlight. Okay. Moon. No, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Moonlight was a movie, yes. Moonlight <laughs> is a TV show. Jesus. All right, let's moving. You wanna keep going? Let's go to NXT. You could go. Oh. You can start off. You can start NXT first. Like, yeah. Oh, Jesus. First. Okay. So it, I don't want to. I don't even want to sit and let's talk about NXT for the whole time. It's just yeah, a couple of things yeah. that I want to talk about. Um, there was a match between Deskalo. Yeah, hey, words. I know them. Dexter mm-hmm. Loomis and Grayson Waller. Um, Grayson Waller gets the win, actually. Yeah. Well, from an interference her. from whoever that is. I don't know. but We'll find yeah. out eventually. They're really trying to make Grayson Waller into a thing, and I'm just like, okay. Well, right. they started off with LA Knight, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, I was just skipping. I was yeah, skipping, I know. I know. Skipping, skipping around. I mean, you know, the whole LA Knight thing, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Put him on the, just take him to the rain roster at this point. Um, then there was a uh, Dusty Rhodes classic mm-hmm. tag team match. The Creed Brothers versus Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. Didn't care. Yeah. So glad you said that. Who got um, the then it was, I don't even remember. Um, yeah. The Creed Brothers. The Creeds. Okay. I do like mm-hmm. the Creed Brothers. I do like them, yeah. But I didn't I care about them. Um, we'll we'll get to a Walter later. <laughs> um, then there was Dante Ch- Shen. Uh, geez, please forgive me. Um, I I believe it's Chen or Shen. I'm sorry. Versus Guru Raj. Uh, um, pretty. It was actually a pretty good match. I, I didn't have a problem with that. Um, there was a segment with Tony D'Angelo having a memorial service for Pete Dunne, which was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he's next up. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say that. Um, there is uh, wait, Pat, wait, John, there was a Jonathan. Oh, said, okay. Thank God for Grayson Waller. He gets it. Okay, okay. sure. I, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, he's he's a good heel. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bury a kid. He's a good heel. Um, there was also a tag team pack, a video bit tag team pack. A video package with Valentino Foros and Yolisa Leon. Whoa, 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 whoa. And, um... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> A video package for who? <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. Ooh, viva la perma. Um, so, Valentino Foros. Okay. And Yolisa Leon. Wow, okay. Um, they've been tagging at 205 um, Live. Um, they're both, la- they're both Latina. Um, I believe one is Mexican and the other, I believe, is Brazilian. I could be wrong. Please forgive me if I'm wrong. I mean, it does. Oh. But um, 
Would we know. talk about how they're next for the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. I like them together. Yeah. Um, they're they have a good look. I, I love it. Um, I'm excited to see what they're gonna do next. But of course, Dakota Kai did come afterwards, and you know, try to sprinkle some negativity and chaos Loved it. into Loved them it. being a tag team. Loved it. Um, next, it was Kaylee Ray versus Ivy Nile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's all I got to say because yeah. Ivy Nile won due to interference, of course, because of toxic attraction. Yeah. And um, I, that was a pretty good match. I, I think yeah. Ivy Nile, Ivy Nile has a bright, very bright future. She's good. She's, good, She's really good. She's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to. I'm just. Oh, okay. This is funny. Then we have another ta- Dusty Tag Team uh, first round match: Legado de Fantasma mm-hmm. versus Malik Blade and Idris Enofe. Got that. Um, Malik Blade and Idris <laughs> got the win. Yeah. yeah. Um that was a bracket buster. It wasn't something I expected. I think that if they continue with them as a tag team and it seems like it's working. Yeah. Uh even though they should stop calling them BBC, but I'll leave that alone. And um anyway. But uh I see I think beef up the tag team division. They yeah. they need it. Why not? Um, yeah. Next, speaking of Dakota Kai, it was Dakota Kai versus Luis. You, ugh, I had it before. Hi, word. Yeah. Ulisa Leon. Um, of course, Dakota Kai wins. Um, of course, there is Dakota Kai trying to beat everybody up. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was a video package, and I want to talk about this video package really quick. Okay. Because I expressed a little bit of feelings on the Twitter. Um, Sarai. Yeah. This, um, apparently there's a, a repackaging of Sarai. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. there was this sun pendant. I believe it was a sun. Please forgive me if I'm wrong. Um, there was a sun pendant and she talked about, you know, her grandmother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the problem was fine. It was the, for me, and, and I did have an issue with this. Um, because it personally made me feel uncomfortable. And, you know, people like, oh, you're nitpicking. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we know who runs NXT now. Yeah. Creeps. And and it, it it's... Her gimmick, it looks like... it. I've talked with, this, um, with someone on Twitter, and they said it's giving stereotype. And I've I have to hard agree because it's giving it to me, mm. to me. I'm not speaking for Mike. Mm. It's giving Asian anime fetish to me because you know. Yes, I know that Sarai Sarai is a right. grown adult. Yeah, but it was how she was dressed, and then the pigtails, and she it, it looks childlike. And it yeah. made me uncomfortable because now I know who runs NXT, and then it's just like it could be a it could very well be a Sailor Moon gimmick. And then again, for those who know Sailor Moon, she was a teenager. Yeah. Uh, hmm. 
So it, it it it's just like yes, I know this is a grown woman, but the way that she's being repackaged, yes, makes me uncomfortable because it's like one, this is this is borderline. You're borderlining some racial shit. That's number one, and number two, you're making me look like a child. Yeah, I mean. And that was that, that. That's my issue. Besides the whole stereotype situation, it's like you kind of making her look like a child, and this makes me uncomfortable. Of course, I think it's like y'all are too sensitive. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, a lot of you are white, so you don't get it. But it's just like it's a it's a fetishization thing. That's yeah. That I'm that I'm personally getting from it. Now I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But from that very first promo, it's giving hentai. I mean, don't I'm going to be honest. I, I don't think if, if we're talking about the people that's running NXT, it's like Bruce Pritchard and people like that. I don't think Bruce has ever watched Sailor Moon or anything like that in his life, um, to be honest with you. So I, I don't I don't know. I mean, but maybe because I don't or I'm not familiar, I, I guess you could say, with that culture. I didn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't really like offended by it. Like I didn't, I didn't, I'm like, all right, they're repackaging Sarai. And I just kind of, well, like, I, I personally, it I'm not, I'm not Asian, so I can't be offended. I'm just, no, showing... but I'm just saying like with the anime stuff, like I, I'm not familiar with anime stuff. Like I'm not into anime. So I don't know mm-hmm. if that's where it stems from. I, I wouldn't have. And that's what it, that's what it looks like. It's maybe because I've watched animation. Um, I, you know, and Ironically enough, Sailor Moon is one of my favorites. So it's yeah. just like, okay, you're having this Asian character, this grown adult, look like a child, a sixteen, like a, a teenage girl. Yeah, and it, it, it it's just a lot of the water. Something in the water is not clean. Of course, I could be overreacting. I could be, I could be, but the way that it looks right now on paper, yeah. it's it's not it's not. Yeah. It's personally making me uncomfortable because it's just like she looks childlike. Yeah, and it, it, you know it's like the whatever outfit it is the pig it is the pigtails really that's making it that's making it more childish to me because yeah. for the most part you know little girls regardless of race will have pigtails when they're young. Yeah, you know you you think and this making me think now baby spice. It just the whole premise makes me uncomfortable now too. Yeah. You know, she's an adult portrayed as not portrayed, but you know, she's the baby and she has pigtails and yeah. a lollipop. You, you see where I'm going with this? It just, I see it. It, yeah. That it just makes me uncomfortable personally because I was yeah. like, I don't know where this is going. Yeah. Of course, this could be something completely different, and it could work. But it's personally, I was like, I I don't know. Right, but we can see how this goes. But with the people involved, I don't trust it. Yeah. Hey, Ray, <laughs> what's going on? Long time no see, my brother. How's everything? Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh. We pretty much covered that. Um. Want to keep going here with NXT? Yes, and I'm just gonna go ahead and get to this, which leads me into my next thing. Um. So there was Roger Strong. Versus Walter. 
That's Walter. what I'm calling you. Walter. Walter. Mm-hmm. Walter. Mm-hmm. So there was a that match was so good. I have to watch. Let's, that's actually let's, the only match I didn't let's see. Let's go ahead and just start there. If you have not seen Walter versus Roderick Strong, that match was fantastic. I'm gonna watch. Of course, tomorrow. Walter comes out on top. Of mm-hmm. course. Is um, Roderick done? I don't know. Okay. I can't say. Okay. Now, of course, at the end, um, you try to say the winner is Walter, blah, blah, blah. And he takes the match and said the winner is Gunther. He, he, he takes the mic, said the match. Huh? <laughs> you said takes the match. You mean takes the takes the mic. Mike, says, I just, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, My sorry, bad. <laughs> takes the mic. Yeah, and I was like, the winner is Gunther. Now, let's go ahead and start here. Mm-hmm. So a couple of days ago, um, it was announced that WWE. Ray just said, "Oh it yeah, we're getting there. We're I'm right there, right? <laughs> yeah. So WWE created a trademark. Yeah. For the name Gunther Stark. <laughs> so anyone with internet no, access, Gunther. I'm not doing that. Anybody with internet connection can do a quick Google search yeah. and figure out who Gunther Stark was. So if you are not familiar, go ahead, Mike. Yeah. No, no, matter of fact, matter of fact, we're going to do this in real time. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead and Google Gunther Stark and click on the first thing you see and see who kind of person he was. And if you need help, I got you. Mm-hmm. For those who are watching or listening to the audio version of it, Mike is Googling who Gunther Stark was. Uh, place of, uh, Berlin, Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... It's worse. Hold on. Mm, everything that's coming up is like WWE, WWE, WWE. But, oh, on. yummy. Yeah, they've they mustered. Watch this here. All right, hold on. I got I to gotta go down a little bit here. Um. Gunther Starks or Gunther Stark without the S? Gunther Stark. WWE actually has abandoned the Gunther Stark name. Yes, they it's did. I was I was getting there. I, I was uh, getting okay. there. Why they should have came up here? Never. I'm, I'm seeing never all been... WWE stuff. You might have to just okay. tell me. Here. So I'll go ahead and tell you. So Gunther Stark, <laughs> he was a U-boat commander in World War II. Oh, Nazi is. Oh, I, I just said it right here. Yeah. Oh, so wow. basically, Gunther Stark was a Nazi. Was a Nazi. Nazi. Wow. I mean, considering who runs WWE yeah. and who they donate to, I'm not shocked. At the same time, you mean to tell me that nobody in that office before a bump and not a back bump, a nose bump. <laughs> Before you bump B2K, bump, bump, bump that line of code. Oh, that was the bump that he was doing. Okay. I'm listening. You couldn't Google this. Like, you know, we want to make sure that this name is, one, not already being used. Yeah. Or, two, has some type of historical context. Yeah. Here we go. Like, you literally, I literally Googled. I was like, when I saw gun, when I saw the name, I was like, this seems Weird to me, that I just couldn't put my finger on it. And as someone who loves history, I did my Googles, mm-hmm. which some of you should do. And the first thing I saw was U-Boat. And I was like, U-Boat? 
meaning that he was a Nazi. Mm. Oh. Hmm. So nobody thought this through. Now, granted, yes, they did abandon. Yeah, they got the, rid of that. Was the they, they abandoned the trademark after the backlash because I'm pretty sure they would have kept it if nobody would have said nothing, or if it wouldn't have gotten this, or if it wouldn't have got as much traction as it did. But <laughs> my whole thing is nobody does fact checking. And not just that, why change the guy's name in the first place? We all identify him as Walter. Like, yeah, I mean, Walter, Walter works. Walter works. It, he wor- it works. And I'm just like, so the first thing, we're just, we're just going to go, okay, Walter is like... Elaborate, Ray. Ray says Gunther was a good Nazi, though. Nigga, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm out. We both was like... <laughs> Wait. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, elaborate, Ray. Um, I oh, because oh, you, you had oh. bro. You okay? Had so just to let you like, guys know who are listening to the audio version, it was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. Was oh a joke. my god! Okay. I really was like, <laughs> I, I, Ray. Geez. You gotta remember here on here on the East Coast, it's it's uh, it's late right now, <laughs> so. We might not pick that up right away. <laughs> and if I LOL or something up in the comments. <laughs> and if I do say so myself, <laughs> I am I am whew. anyway. Yeah. But my whole my whole thing is <laughs> what what were you thinking? Or you weren't thinking clearly. Yeah. And it was just like that's like somebody's any kind of racial per like that's like somebody saying, Oh, we're just gonna call him Adolf. That'd be yeah. good shit, pal. Uh, like, we'll call him Adolf. Like, we know who you mean. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to portray a German character and name him Adolf. But then again, you're portraying this weird childlike anime shit with Ray. But that's another story for another day. Yeah. I, I just, it's, it's, ugh. It's like, the whole NFC as a whole is a good show. Yeah. And when they, you know, I don't have a problem with changing the gimmicks. Right. The problem comes in when there is some blatant problematic situation surrounding it. Right. And Gunther? Gunther? Mm-hmm. No, they didn't. It, I mean, the whole, because the thing was, the whole trademark was Gunther Stark. Like, you just took his name. Like, you took his name. You took it back from whatever ocean that's wherever ocean he died at. Right. Pulled that bitch out. Was like, we're going to go ahead and take this Nazi <laughs> and immortalize him in wrestling. Crazy. I mean, we got Hulk Hogan for that. And it's, it's just like, it, I'm just not understanding. As to what the fuck were you on when you Coke. decided that I was going to Coke, Steve, Coke, Heron, like you, like, I'm just like, Crack. oh my God, heavy drugs. <laughs> w, I don't know what the fuck. It's Legend. like you, you do good things and then you do stupid things. <laughs> it's like the good things come and then it just, you just take all that good and you just shit on it with stupid. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, V, you can read this if you want. 
So Ray asks, for those who are not um, watching the live stream or the replay, there's obviously a big racial problem in wrestling, but do you think there's a bigger racial problem in the WWE? I personally think there is, but I've seen other black fans feel like they can't do anything about it. Well, you know, they bring back Hulk Hogan every time, so there's that. Um, Vince McMahon has done very, very, very racially insensitive things. I mean, DX was in blackface, with the exception of China, go figure. Um, you know, that... That Booker T storyline. Um, oh, yeah, people like you. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> no. Is there's a big racial problem in wrestling? Yes. Is it bigger in WWE? Because, and this is the only reason why I'm going to say yes. Because, one, WWE's been around longer. Yeah. Mainstream, mainstream wise, WWE's been around longer. There's been so many egregious examples of racial insensitivity, not only just the black people, but the Latino people, you know, the fucking Mexicals. That was that was crazy. Riding on lawnmowers, yeah, lawnmowers, yeah, you know, Yokozuna portraying him as Japanese when he's Samoan, yeah. It's not the same thing. <laughs> it's not. He literally looks like, oh, you look close enough. <laughs> that's that's really what I think he did. Uh. So there's more egregious examples of racial insensitivity in WWE. And that's the only reason why I'm saying yes. Now, granted, Tony Khan's dumbass. Besides him. But um did WCW do something egregious? I don't I I, I can't remember. Probably. I didn't really watch WCW. WCW. But oh, I wasn't a right. WCW fan, so I wasn't I, I a heavy know. WCW fan either. I watched from time to time, but yeah. it was never really something. Um, so just based off of my personal experience with wrestling and wrestling in general, um, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah because we've seen it too many times. Um, I don't know. I I, I wouldn't say. I don't think it's bigger. I don't think it's less um, racial issues in, in WWE or racial inequalities and all that. I don't think it's less or more than any other company. I think it's just more eyes on WWE, like like V was just saying. So mm-hmm. it looks worse because like there's more eyes on the WWE and they have more product out there and they've been around for so long. But I think all across the I board, mean, we, could... we got to go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. My bad, Mike. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, we have to, like, look at it this way. Like, we are still the minority in wrestling. Like, there's still there's still way more white males and females, you know, women and men. I'm going to try to be politically correct here. Um, mm-hmm. In wrestling, than there is black men and women um, and uh, non-binary and Everything else, I'm trying to cover everybody. Um, So, yeah, naturally, you can say that WWE, it's it's worse there or it's bigger, a bigger issue there. But I don't know if it's a bigger issue there. I think across the board, there's just more white people than there are black people in wrestling. And 
people okay for example right a lot of people get upset that there's like maybe one or two matches with black wrestlers on a card like when you look at wwe well not necessarily wwe now but if you look at like AEW or any other company um but if we're being honest if you look at how look at how many White people are employed with the company versus how many black people are employed with the company. Nine out of the 10 times, and I'm not saying every time, but like nine out of 10 times, there's more white people employed there than black people. So naturally, there's going to be more white people on the show than there are black people. Now, maybe that's a deeper issue that we could probably address that why are there more more white people employed than black Mm -hmm. people. But I do think that when you're looking at these companies, yeah, naturally there's more white people than black people. So naturally it's going to be, you know, more white faces than there are black faces. Oh, oh, I did that sounded Cal- crazy. I mean, I think, Cal- I think, I think Cal- you know what I'm talking no, about. I, no, I that sounded crazy. Mean, I didn't you know, mean literally black face. I but know. You I, well, yeah. you know, if you ask I, Billy Gunn and Road Dog, probably a lot of black face, but. Oh, you didn't um, know? Yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> you guys go to hell. No, it, but it was just like, you know, I think. It's a big racial problem, regardless yeah. Um, yeah. of the actual uh, company. You know, it's not just it's not just in wrestling, like not just the athletes. You know, there are you know wrestling journalists that like racist tweets and then unlike them. Um, you know, it, oh, no DQ. Anyway, um, so and, uh, hi. All right. Hi. <laughs> yeah. I hate Hi, you, my name oh. is Matt. my name is Gas, and I'm here with Max, and I'm also here with Bridge. Oh, but it is it is you know there's pot wrestling podcasters that are racist. You yeah. know it, it's it's hey anyway uh, hey a whole bunch of other ones. I I could go on. I can name names, but I won't. Let's not. <laughs> Let, let's not. <laughs> let's not. But it's like it, it's. I guess with being black in a wrestling sphere, yeah, um, we know how shit goes at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, we know how this shit goes at this point, and you know that's why I make it. I make it a point. I said oh, what man. I said. Oh, I said what I said. I said I what the fuck I said because every, got caught in 4K. I I said what the fuck I said. Okay. okay, but it's 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 like now when the racial shit pops up, all of those years of segregation, all of those years of Jim Crow, all of uh, like all of the after effects, they want to pretend like it doesn't happen. Oh hey, this is probably somebody sorry, I'm you. sorry, that hey, must have been Tony. Um, uh, <laughs> oh what is he gonna tell you that I'm not good enough to podcast? Oh, anyway, <laughs> um, but it is. We're like, live, pal. I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> but it's it's a problem in general because this country has a race problem, mm-hmm. and you see it politically, you see it in schools, mm-hmm. you know it, it's an issue and all of this trickles down into sports into the arts <laughs> no. it was definitely bruce I, I'm yeah not, telling me wishing me the best of my future endeavors you can't oh, yeah. kick me off my can't kick me off my show <laughs> anyway um 
it, it's it's it's, it's, be combat. it's, it's a lot of it's I can't even say it's nuanced because it's right there. <laughs> it, it's it's right there. It honestly is right there. We see it time and time again. If it's not in the wrestling journalists, if it's not in the wrestling personalities, we see it in business practices. We see it, you know, with who gets to be on the show. It may not be outright racism, right. but there is something that alludes to that because it's systematic mm-hmm. at this point. So mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, this is why CM Punk, who I love, gets yeah. praised for talking cash shit about WWE, but Big Swole gets attacked. Yeah. You know, it, it's 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 a lot deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Will we get out of that? <laughs> Child, I don't know. You know, it, I don't know. I can't say that we will. I would love that. I mean, in a perfect world, no Carrie Hilson. Mm. We would love we would love to do that. Yeah. But then again, when there is primarily black institutions or primarily people of color institutions, it's like, well, what about us? You have everything. Yeah. Um just like Mustafa. Just like Mustafa Ali. Ali. Yeah. And let's are we should we go in about the um different stereotypes and calling him Middle Eastern when he's really South Asian? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, well, like, I, I kind of want to finish NXT, but yeah, we. we but, but regardless, you know yeah. the stupid, stupid shit. The Gunther Stark shit was stupid. Um, NXT for me gets a two count, and uh, okay. that's all I got. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Two count for NXT. Uh, and Ray, feel free to comment if you um, if you saw NXT. Well, I have. A bone to pick with Big Swole myself. I'd like to hear this. Um, I actually want to hear what you have to say here. Um, but I'm I, I'm sure you're not in a position right now to. I would love to have you like on right now if you was actually able to come on. But if you're not, it's fine. You can just leave it in the comment. Um, but because um, we had a whole discussion about Big Swole actually at the beginning of the show with Joe uh, Kim, uh, Battle Club promoter, um, principal owner. Um, of Battle Club Pro. Uh, so I would love to hear what you have to say. Uh, NXT is a weekly tap out. Yeah, right. Yikes. You might need to come on the show, man. Yeah, it seems like you got I, some I, some I, some good takes here. Well, yeah. some, some hot takes here, I should say. Um, hot, they pretty hot. Like, yeah. Hot. Come on the show if you get a chance. Maybe if you can't do it tonight, then we'll we have to we have to hook up something here because um yeah wow definitely some different Ooh. perspectives here. I thought NXT. Um, yeah, got. It. No, I'm sorry. I'm I keep interrupting you. My bad. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, no, I just think that NXT uh 2.0, you know, maybe not it may not be what we're used to with mm-hmm. 2.0. I mean with the regular regular NXT, the original NXT, I should say. Um, but I think they're doing fine. I think they're doing a fine job. But. Yeah, I don't have a I I don't have an issue, honestly. Yeah. Besides the creepy Two count for me as well. Uh, I guess we'll... Okay, hold on. Next week is cool. We're going to have to figure that out because next week is... not yeah. It is... Uh, we have a lot going on next week. Um, Royal Rumble is next week and we may have something extra for you guys so we'll keep yeah. you posted. But, um, you know, uh, I don't want to say... I don't like to say too much until, like, it's, like, confirmed, confirmed. So, yeah. um, but... We're going to yeah. work something out. We're going to we'll work something out, right? We'll, we'll... One way or another, we'll, we'll try to get you on. Um yeah. 
Okay. And lastly, um, AEW. Did yes. you see AEW? I saw AEW. Yes, I did. I, okay. I watched that. Uh, Moxley so you came go ahead. back. Yes. Yeah, Moxley came back. Um, he looked healthy. He okay, I, he looked good out there. Um, one person was being very yeah. Uh, there we go. And, uh, That's it. That's the one. Um, and um, John mm-hmm. audibly uh. <laughs> Told the guy to go fuck himself. Yeah, sure to did. The building. Um, I thought that was great. I thought that was great. I mean, because my whole thing live is live television. By the way, wasn't that live television? television. Not- like my man just came back from fighting alcohol addiction, which is a real thing. It like it really happens. Yeah, and you come and pay however much because I'm pretty sure he was front. Front row, yeah. like what, two, three hundred dollars for a yeah. front row ticket? Easily. Do you do that to just heckle the wrestlers? Like, yeah. Like this man just come back from, just came back from fighting for his life. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, addiction is a constant struggle. Like addiction mm-hmm. is a constant fight. So you know, he overcame what he overcame and came back. You know, when he wanted to, when he was healthy, when he felt like he was healthy enough, not for just for him, but for his wife and for his, his baby. Yeah. So. My whole thing is the first thing you see is like, what, what was said? I'm trying to what is say? Get that. I, I don't that, even, um, I didn't hear exactly I, what. Something that, that drunk out of this ring or something like, something like that. I don't remember exactly some, what. Yeah, it had like something, that. it had something to do with, oh man, I wish I could remember what it was. But basically made fun of his alcoholism. And he said, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, live I television. Clear as day. Okay. Um. Because it was audible, if you heard with the guy, him, what the guy said, you heard yeah. what the guy said. You heard what the guy said. You heard what it everybody was saying because it was in such a small building this week. But uh, I digress. Please continue. But this is like how you pay two, three hundred dollars to come heckle somebody. If come not on, more. If not more, it's, it's not more. I don't know. I've never been to an AEW show yet, so it's expensive. It clearly, I doesn't seem like I want to go. But it, no, mean, you want to go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest with you. You, you want to go, bro. You want to. Okay. Go. I, I will. I will say that. Like, you want to go to an AEW show. Like, it, but it. It's yeah. just like, how do you gonna heckle the man that just came back? It's not like he did anything wrong. You know, is like Moxley decided that for his health to step away. Yeah. And leave it at that. And here you come. Yeah. This is why I say wrestling fans are the fucking worst. <sighs> That's why it's so tough sometimes. But um, you know, Moxley uh basically told everybody that he's back and you know that he had to go and um you know conquer these demons and mm-hmm. um now he's back and whoever wants the smoke basically whoever wants the smoke, I'm coming for blood. And that's that's yeah. pretty much that's pretty much in, in hood terms is what he said. Yo, you yeah. want smoke? All right, you better get it back in blood, pretty much. Um yeah, pretty and much. that was that. And then he went to the back. I thought it was I thought it was good. Um Bully Ray said something. See, like we. Oh my God. Okay, so Billy Ray said something. He said that he felt like Moxley owed the fans an apology. He should have gave the fans an apology. Throw tomatoes. Throw tomatoes. Throw tomatoes. Throw tomatoes. Okay. All right. Um. So I'm assuming you don't agree with Mr. Ray's. No, because my whole thing is, you paid. You paid to see me. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. If you don't like me, sure, you have that right to express that. Yeah. You have that right to express that. But at the same time, 
you're not gonna come at me crazy after I no, just no, came no. back. And you're gonna call me a drunk? I'm not no, apologizing. V, no, 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 no. V, he wasn't talking about that. He was talking about like the fans in general. Like when he came back, that he should have. I just want to clarify that he was saying oh. that he should have apologized for letting oh. for letting Ooh. the fans down in a sense. Like that, that's but really what because he's like they no. do pay to. This he's is what Billy was. I'm either. just saying what Bully was saying. He was saying that they do pay to see you. The boys and the girls count on you because you are a top guy, and the fans are counting on you to be there every week to show up every week. You are a human, but you he's it, Bully feels like he does owe the fans that he owes them somewhat of a, an apology for letting the people down that he let down because of his demons that he was fighting. Now, first of all, yeah, I'm ahead. sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, no, because no. Um, first of all, one he does not apologize. He does not owe an apology for that. That's number one. Let's, let's just start there. Okay. Because one, one that one can make him feel bad. Mm-hmm. And like I said, addiction is a battle. Yeah. That could re. It, I'm just saying, just from, just from what I know, that could relapse him because it'll make him feel bad. Blah blah blah. But I don't, I don't think he. I don't think he owes the fans an apology. I don't either. I think, I, fine. I think that the fans, for the most part, the way that some of them act, would understand. You know that you know addiction is not just wrestlers. It's addiction affects everyone. Yes. So who are you to say? That he owes the fans the apology because when I when we found out that he was taking some time off to go to rehab and stuff like that, I saw nothing but support. Yeah, John Moxley. Yeah, nothing but support. You know, come back when you're ready. You know, take your time. You know, you know, you have a family to think about. You know, you have he has he has a family to think about. Yeah. So why? Apologize for something that you're suffering from, and you're not around. It's it's, it's like they. He was not like he was advertised, right? Is that like now? I would understand if he was advert. I would I would understand owing the fans an apology if he was advertised for like three weeks straight and did not show up. I would understand. I would understand. I mean, granted, it would be because of his addiction. I would. I would. I would agree with his dumbass. Yeah. But I just don't. I don't. I don't. And yeah, I don't agree either. This goes back to. No, I'm gonna leave that one alone. Actually, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one alone. Yeah. It's, you know, it's. I'm leaving. I'm leaving it alone. But okay. I just, I well, don't. Ag- I don't. I don't agree with them. I thought. I think what he said was stupid. Yeah. Oh, uh, and uh, uh, Ray doesn't agree either. He, he, but he said, "What does Moxley owe an apology to the fans for? Still, no, because how how can he perform better if he's not healthy? Yeah. Uh, he didn't let me down. He didn't let me down either. I I, I do want to continue here so that we can <laughs> get through the show because uh, it's 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 been one of yeah. those. Um. It's all right. So. So Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander versus Adam Cole and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Uh, this was a really good match. Really, really good match. Um, Britt takes a, a table bump. Um, she goes through a table. Adam Cole still wins. Um, hits the boom on Orange Cassidy for the for the pin and the win. 
Um, uh, quickly, what did you think about this? Mm. Okay, I thought it was good. Um, I thought it was a good opening to the show. Uh, a good opening match because Moxley opened the show. Uh, hold that thought. Ray says, I think it was known or expected that it was supposed to be Moxley and Danielson in the finals. Yes. But we can always see that match later on. Yes. And, you know, we've seen Moxley versus Brian before, but um, it'll be different in an AEW ring. Brian, obviously, is taking some time right now because he just had some killer matches with everybody over the last yeah. few months. So um, Brian's taking some time right now. But, yeah, when Brian comes back, Moxley's there. Moxley's wrestling this uh, this Sunday, New York City, Hammerstein Ballroom. He's going up against the 187 Homicide um, for GCW um, at the sold-out Hammerstein Ballroom. Congratulations to Brett Lauderdale and all of those people over there GCW, uh, Mitt Cardona, I mean, excuse me, Matt Cardona will be wrestling that night also. I think Chelsea's on the card as well. Um, Ruby, Ruby Soho will be there. Um, Ali is working, I believe. So they have, or I, it said Ali. I don't, I'm not sure if it's Ali Catch <laughs> or the Bunny. I'm assuming it's Ali Catch now that I think about it. Um, yeah. Jeff Jarrett just hit Ali Catch in the head with a guitar last week. So I'm guessing that it's Jarrett versus Effie. Um, pretty big show. Just want to make sure I covered that before we continue too far. Um, like I said, I tried to get tickets. It's sold out. And I tried to even call people. I know they can't get me. Yeah. So, um, let's, let's keep going here. Um, okay. CM Punk versus Sean Spears. It was like a 10 second squash. Love this, by the way. I, I totally love this. I love it. Sean Spears gets squashed. Huh? Ten. Ten. Yeah, ten. 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 Yeah, I think they did a reverse neckbreaker into the go to sleep in like five seconds, and yeah. that was that was the match. Love this. CM Punk gets the win. Uh, MJF cowers. Uh, we're gonna get MJF and CM Punk. We just got to see when it's gonna happen. I don't know if they can. Um, give me one second. Yeah, the intergender match was good to me, too. It wasn't actually an intergender match. It was actually a mixed tag team match. Intergender match, they would have actually been able to wrestle each other. Wrestle each other. The men and the women would have been able to wrestle against each other. But here goes Tony again. Tony has said that they're not doing intergender matches in AEW. He has no um, no plans on doing that right now. So, um, that's why it's been mixed tag team matches where the men work the men and the women work the women. Um, but they do experiment. Like they'll, they'll have maybe, you know, a man bump a woman or a woman bump a man, but it's not going to be like a full like match. You know what I'm saying? The only time they did this, and this is the only intergender match in AEW history up until this point. It was Riho and Kenny Omega versus Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian on the cruise of Jericho. Which technically, I don't know if it was even technically a sanctioned match, but they they showed it on dark. So technically, okay. it did come on AEW, but then almost was immediately taken down by Tony Khan. So that's the only one. I think you can still find it now, but it's very hard to find. Like, if you type it in, you're not going to find it. I think you have to go actually on that dark show and skip to that match. And here's another uh, little tidbit. That is the only match in AEW history with no commentary. There's no commentary on the match. It's just the match. Uh, so just wanted to bring that up. Uh, what did you think about the CM Punk and MJF stuff? Um, <laughs> I just found it funny that Chunky is walking. 
Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. I I loved it. Yeah, I'm we're gonna get that. We're gonna get that match soon. Yeah, uh, I don't think they can um hold it off into Revolution though. Revolution is like in March. Ooh, they might. Are we gonna really wait that long? <sighs> we'll see. Okay, let's keep going here. I'm trying to get through this quickly so we can get out of here. Um. <laughs> Not that we don't love you guys and, you know, want to stay on here, but uh, we got to go. Um, okay. Uh, where are we? Uh, Christian got attacked backstage. Um, okay. House of Black. Christian got attacked backstage by, um, let me see. The gun. Yeah, the gun club, right? The gun club. The, gun. the ass boys, yeah. Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. We do have to talk about this. Uh, I know. I know the anticipation is killing you, right? Cody cuts a promo. Oh God! Cody cuts a promo, mm-hmm. and talks about CM Punk's. <laughs> he talks about CM Punk's pipe bomb. For the people that's listening, um. <laughs> <laughs> It, for the people that's listening, just watch the show. Just watch the show. Um, okay. Cody comes out there and he talks about <laughs> the CM Punk, the CM Punk pipe bomb, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, and talks about it was a new revolution, right? He's like, no, he started the revolution, right? Mm-hmm. And he said that yes, Cody acknowledged the jeers. He actually used the word heel on dynamite. He said, you guys keep asking or wondering why I don't turn heel. The reason I don't turn heel is because all of the people that supported me um, when I really needed it and everything like that. And he's like, I can't do that to them. Like like that, like really babyface thing that he knew was going to get him booed. This Cody thing. And I know Vince is, uh, ooh, V's not going to get him. Sorry, man. I, I don't know who that is. I don't know. I don't know who that is. I don't know. I, I, well, Vince McMahon is not going to give me credit for this either, okay? And he's not going to give Cody credit for this, right? That's what that's who I was talking about. Who else was I talking about? Um, but I know, I know that V also may not give me uh or give Cody the props for this, but this is one of the best heel turns that I've seen in years. He is literally. By him refusing to turn heel each and every week, he is turning heel more and more and more. And even with this promo, this is the first promo that actually felt like he's being a heel. He's like, no, you talk about this forbidden door. I am the forbidden door. That was me. I did that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he actually showed some passion finally. Um, And it looks like he is going in that direction. But it's a very slow burn, and it's done by design. He knows the longer he takes to do this, the more booze he's going to continue to get. And when he actually does fully turn heel, I think it's going to be awesome. But we'll see what happens. Um, he said that they're not in the business of changing people's names to, like, Gun- Gunter McGillabuddy is what he said on uh, on AEW. Um and he told Brody King, who was up next, that you got a lot of balls calling yourself Brody, you know, in this company, you know, or anywhere. But um, we'll see if you're able to live up to the hype. Um, 
Ray said, I agree. Cody is begging himself up, wait, begging himself up and aggravate aggravating the fans at the same time. But yeah, I got it. <laughs> I got it. Um yes, I agree. I think that Cody is doing this very intelligently. And he knows that if he just turns heel, it's like, all right, the people are just going to start cheering for him again. The minute Cody turns heel, they're gonna, he's going to get cheered. So he's like, all right, let me stay babyface and not really realize that I'm actually a heel, but I'm actually a heel because I want to remain babyface. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like kind of this like mind thing, which is cool. So, um, V, <laughs> if you have nothing, it's okay. Like, I have nothing. Okay. So let's move on to the House of Black. Um, I kind of figured you wasn't gonna give Cody any credit for yeah, it, but it's all right. No, um no. House of Black. Uh this was a squash match pretty much against the Ross Bonds. Um, just to get House of Black over. Cool. Um the Murderhawk monster, Lance Archer, pretty much destroys Frankie Kazarian. Sure uh, did. Um, poor Frankie. Poor Kaz. He used to be the wave of the future back in the day. And yes, it, he actually meant bigging himself up is what uh, Ray meant. I read it how it was on the screen, but I probably should have just said bigging. Um, but anyway, all right, let's let's keep going. Um, Serena D versus Sky Blue. A get over match for Serena. Like it, it, I like Sky Blue, but I do too. But I like Serena more. It's I do. Serena's Serena's. No, she was she was good. Really? Yeah. Um, see, I'm missing anything here. Uh, all right, and then the main event, ha! A King V special here. Darby Allen and Sting versus the Acclaimed. <laughs> King V special. <laughs> yeah. <Hello>. Yo, <laughs> yo, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. Mm-hmm. Um, this was good though. It was it was a good tag match. Um, they attacked. Darby at the beginning, big like injury mm-hmm. angle here done. Like yeah. wrapped the chair around him and threw him. Once I saw that, I was like, okay, he's yeah. gonna come out of nowhere. All right, yeah. here we go. Um, Ray says the acclaimed should have went over. V, I agree. Mm, really? Yeah. Why did my pop say the same thing? Why do you? You know what? We don't have time to really talk about it, but okay. For me, I mean, it's I like guess who, I, who, who I dislike less, but <laughs> but no, I I agree. I honestly think that the claim should have won. Hmm. I thought there was no way the claim the claim was going over Darby and Sting, but okay. I mean, Sting didn't have to take the loss. Darby's been losing a lot lately, so, so? it's like. Um, he's one of the top guys in the company. I you got to kind of protect him somehow here. Okay. And that was um AW Dynamite. What'd you think of the show? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I forgot there what? was a Hangman Page, um, running. Uh, oh. he did save Cass from a uh a post match beatdown. Yes. And Lance Archer and um Page had to be separated. And it looks like we're getting Paige and Archer, you know, soon. So sure. Um, overall, um, for me, AEW is also a two count. Yeah, yeah. 
So it was fine. You know, it, it wasn't wasn't anything too. Oh my god. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't bad at all. It was it was it was fine. Decent show. Uh and that that's this week in wrestling pretty much, guys. Yes, and um just to allude what we were talking about earlier with Joe. Um yeah. oh, the kids are all right. Um so is this young lady. We're gonna have her on the show soon. Hold that thought. How. Okay. Uh Ray says Darby has been TNT champion before. We need to get the straps on the acclaim, even if it's for a few months. Uh, near fall, near fall show for Ray. Okay. Um, I don't know if the acclaim are ready to be tag team champions. We just uh we just got a new uh tag team. We just got new tag team champions in mm-hmm. Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. So I don't know if I would say beginning of next year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They have time. But um, as you were saying, going, going back to what I was saying, it was just the kids are all right. Thank God. Yeah. Um, is this young lady by the name of Jay Shell Nicole, um, who is coming out with a project very very soon called Wrestling with Whiteness? Um, there it's basically a wrestling documentary highlighting different black wrestlers from different companies, um, highlighting their experiences and things of that nature. And um, her first story, which is coming up, is going to be the story of Shane Taylor Promotions. What a way to start it off. SDP. And, and I'm very excited to see what she's going to be doing. Um, we, we do want to have her on the show um, one day to, you know, for her to talk about it some more and show what's, you know, what she has going in the future. I wanted to highlight this because I am helping her. Um, promote this as well. You know, she did give me permission to do it on the show, mm-hmm. and um, just to see how at seventeen that she gets it, <laughs> and she 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 has a bright future, and I, and I want to highlight her. And um, if you see me tweeting about wrestling with whiteness, um, you can use the hashtag wrestling with whiteness. Um, you can look it up on Twitter just to see what she's going to be doing. Um, I should have asked to put her Twitter name yeah. um, there. I'm not going to do it because I didn't ask. Um, okay. But okay. if you see it, if you see me retweet her, that's who she is. That young lady has a very bright future, and what a way to start it off. Just, yeah. just completely started off with SDP, and um, like I said, we're gonna have her on the show soon. Just need to work that out. But um, I'm very excited to see what she's gonna be doing. I'm very yeah. excited for the other episodes. Oh, uh, I'm not involved in that documentary. I am just helping her promote it because I believe in her vision, and I believe in you know being able to showcase her creativity mm-hmm. as well as, you know, make sure that she's covered in support. So I'm not personally um, involved in the, in the documentary, but I do want to make sure she gets the views and the attention that it deserves. Awesome. And uh, anything we could do to help her, um, you know, we'll do that. So uh, that's great. I uh, can't wait to meet her and have her on the show. Um Couple of show notes for next week. We will be covering or we'll be uh, predicting the Royal Rumble next week. Um, so that'll be a very interesting show. Um, 
look for us next Tuesday. I don't want to don't hold us to it, but look to us look for us <laughs> next Tuesday. And I'm I'm gonna I'm just saying that because I know the days sometimes are you know it's it's all over the place. Sometimes we're on on Wednesday, sometimes we're on on Tuesday, sometimes we're on Thursday. We'll do a Sunday. Like it's a lot that goes into this. Okay, yes. and we are trying to provide the best content, and in doing that. We have to work around other people's schedules. I'll put it there. Right. So um and Ray says I want to put my name in a hat for the Royal Rumble. Okay. Are you gonna win a Royal Rumble? Are you, <laughs> are you gonna win a Royal Rumble? If Ray wins a Royal Rumble, like uh I think that'll be the best thing that ever happens. I think he should honestly Royal it'll Rumble. be better than whatever shit they're probably gonna give us with the men's Royal Rumble. So <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean yeah, yeah. But, but we'll uh, get to that. We'll get to that next week. We'll get to that next week. Uh, as always, thank you, Joe Kim. Thank you to Battle Club Pro yes. for allowing us to have Joe Kim on the show. Um, again, so, we love again. Him yeah. That's the first, right? For for like a actual person in the biz, I guess you could say Joe Kim, the first person that, on twice. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, is the second time or third? Oh shit! It might be the third. Might be the third. Either way. It's yeah. multiple times, but yes, yeah. Joe, thank you. Um, yeah, oh, you're right. It is the third. Yeah. Oh, third. you're you're right. But yeah, so shout out to Joe. We are gonna be working with more people. We're gonna have more guests. Mm-hmm. We we're gonna have a lot this year. 2022, we're gonna have a lot this year, and um, we really appreciate all of the support. Um, support the show. Yep. At Go for the Pin Show on Twitter. Yep. Um, on Instagram, it's Go for go. the pin underscore show. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> because he was gonna be, you were looking at me like, help. <laughs> see, we have that. See, we yeah. have that. You just, <laughs> I see you. You see me. We see each other. Right. But right, yes, right. <laughs> on Instagram it is go for the pin underscore show. Yeah. Um, as for yours truly, it is King B underscore the ruler on Instagram and underscore watch my room on Twitter and for Mike. Ah, uh, it's at DJ Mikey Q on Twitter and on Instagram it's at Mike E. Whoa, Mike underscore EQ. <laughs> it's been a long day. You I need to get that. out of here. Yeah. Go to go to, just, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll see you guys next week with the room predictions. And um, and we might have Ray on as well. We're going to try to have Ray we on have, too. So, um, yep, we're going we to work that out. We're definitely going to work that out. Um, See you guys next time.